Hello there. Thanks so much for listening to today's challenge. We're in Psalm 128 today, verses 1 through 6. Psalm 128, verses 1 through 6. It says, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. We saw last week that children are a heritage and a blessing of the Lord. And today we see that grandchildren are a gift of God as well. But not just grandchildren, but godly grandchildren. That's what's very important here that we understand. There are some who have grandchildren and they're not a blessing, if you will. They're a, they're a dishonor because they do not know the Lord nor desire to walk with the Lord. But godly grandchildren are a blessing and a heritage from the Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3-5, through 5, we see that Timothy had not only had a godly mother, he had a godly grandmother. Listen to 2 Timothy 1, 3-5. Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, I thank God whom I serve as did my ancestors with a clear conscience as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day as I remember your tears. I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and now I am sure dwells in you as well. Paul understood that Timothy was not only a believer, and he's about in the next verses to challenge him to fan into flame the gift that God had given him to use in the ministry, but at the same time, he also acknowledged his mother, Eunice, and his grandmother, Lois. Why? Because they were godly women who had raised godly children and godly grandchildren. Folks, listen to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 9, it says, Now this is the commandment, the statutes and rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God and you and your son and your son's son by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord the God of your fathers has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey." Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates." Don't miss what he said. These commandments of God, the word of God, should not only be on our heart, but we should be teaching them to our children and our grandchildren. And listen to when it says we're to do it. We shall teach them diligently. We shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise. Listen, the only people that are going to have that impact are going to be those who have the children and grandchildren in their homes when they lie down, when they rise. We've expected, unfortunately, the church to be the one who does the main teaching of the Word of God to our children and send them to children's uh, church or, or Sunday school or, 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 or a youth group. Listen, that's valuable. The church should be coming alongside and helping, but the church should be equipping the past 
parents, sorry, the parents and the grandparents to be able to teach their children the word of God. So they'll grow up into him, into him. Listen, the Bible's very clear that the ones who have the most responsibility are the parents and the grandparents in the home. Don't expect a Christian school to be the ones who teach your kids. You teach them when they get laid down, when they rise. You live your life in such a way that you're spending time in the word and you're showing and teaching the word to the children. Folks, that's where real growth occurs. That's where it really takes root because it's one thing to hear about it at church and then not see it at home. But if they hear about it at church, but it's also been modeled at home, that's when we see a lot more fruit, a lot more evidence of God working. So children are a blessing from the Lord, but so are grandchildren. Grandparents have great influence. As we get older, we learn a lot more and have learned a lot more, and we can share that wisdom with our grandchildren. Hopefully, your wisdom is the wisdom of the Word of God. I look forward to sharing some more with you next week. Hope to see you then.